Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Straight up with no chaser. You're in the sports bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. All right, now with the Bills win in our rearview mirror, we can kick back, put our feet up, enjoy all of the offerings that the sports calendar has for us this weekend, beginning with tonight. Game one of the World Series between the Rangers and the Diamondbacks. And we are joined by Jim Riley, the host of the Odyssey Original Podcast, Barreled Up, and Ball Cap Sports as well on YouTube. Make sure to follow the Barreled Up Podcast on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Jim, you're Bill's Mafia. Do you have a take on last night's game? Uh, I'm just happy they won. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just put it that way. I'm just happy that they won and we don't have to have a conversation about, you know, what's this team's, you know, what's the rest of the season look like? Just win, baby. Jim, I'm old enough to remember 1991. That was uh, Twins and Braves. And those are two teams that were like unexpected and ended up being this great World Series. So I'm hoping along the same lines. And Danger, I don't know if you saw this. No, (laughs) like if you went back in time and bet that this would have been the combination Texas and Arizona Azure World Series on BetMGM, you would have had odds at plus 175,000. So these are two teams, Jim, that lost 100 games two years ago. How were they able to turn it around so quickly, this unexpected matchup here between Arizona and Texas? Well, you've got a combination of things, I think. You've got uh, some, some really good young talent that has come up and has made a very quick impact. And we're seeing that across the sport. We saw that with many teams, and, and that's only going to continue. The young talent in Major League Baseball is, is astounding. So you, you, have a, you have that combined with some veteran experience, and in Texas's case, some big money that they doled out to bring in key free agents, and it's all paid off. These teams have been able to turn around very quickly. Gone are the days of four, five, six-year rebuilds. You can turn your franchise around rather quickly. What got Arizona to this point? Talk a little bit about that NLCS and, and I mean, Philly looking like they were in command in the postseason, and, and all of a sudden, Arizona just kind of sneaks up and, and snatches, snatches a World Series berth. Yeah, no doubt about it. After, the, after it was 2-0, Philly uh, with the advantage going to Arizona, I, I really thought that the, the Diamondbacks were, were dead in the water because they had lost the first two games with their two best starters and they were going to a guy that was kind of shaky but it turns out that guy was his name is Brandon Fott and you need to remember that name because he is steady and strong mentally in the postseason and we're seeing it turn things around I felt like Arizona went to a place when they went home down 0-2 where they were playing with their backs against the wall scratching and clawing 
fighting. And that was just a level that Philly wasn't at yet. Philly was ahead 2-0. They were in a spot where they maybe felt like, yeah, if we lose this game, it's all right. But I'm a guy that feels like if you have a chance to slam the door and go up 3-0, you got to do it. And if you don't do it, you set yourself up for trouble. And that's exactly what happened. Arizona was playing with that urgency. And then when they went back to Philly, when everyone thought that's still 3-2 Philly, it's over. Arizona went to another level. They unlocked a whole new level when they went back to running. And they started stealing bases. And they were, they were blazing a, a, a trail of fire behind them on the base pass, stealing bases. So they were just able to unlock these new gears. And Philly went into a power outage. All of a sudden, the team that hit a bunch of home runs yeah. stopped hitting home runs. Yep, we're talking uh, to our buddy Jim Riley, uh, previewing tonight's Game 1 of the World Series. And, uh, I mean, there are plenty of stories from this World Series. And one, uh, we talked about Texas, Jim, and I I remember, like, you know, we first had you on, and my take on this team all year has been, boy, that's a really fun lineup. They don't have any pitching. Oh, you brought in Max Scherzer. They don't have any pitching. They're bullpen, blah, 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 blah. And one guy that has really stepped up, and maybe it's because this guy has been with marquee organizations. He started with the Dodgers, went to the Marlins, was with the Yankees, went to the Rays. The Red Sox was actually in a, you know, an all-star game with the Red Sox. I'm talking about Nathan Eovaldi, probably Yankee fan, Red Sox fan, Dodger fan. Are like, my gosh, nice that we had this promising pitcher we gave up on too soon, but it's it, it took him a little while here. How has he been able to kind of get to this place where he's starting game one here tonight? Big game, Nate. You know, he has been so fantastic. Four starts, four victories, 4-0 in the postseason. He's on one of these postseason heaters. He went on one with the Red Sox uh, a few years ago. It's, he's a postseason. Some guys just get into the postseason, and they're able to unlock a new level. He has been really good generating swings and misses, locating his pitches, getting ahead, doing everything that you need to do to set yourself up to succeed. And he's going late in games, keeping that bullpen fresh for the next game. What he's done has really been a huge boost to this Rangers postseason run. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. So he'll be on the mound tonight uh, mm-hmm. at home with Gallon uh, taking the mound for the Diamondbacks. So, so tell me which direction you're leaning for tonight's action in uh, Game One from Arlington. Well, Gallon, oddly enough, uh, in the LCS did not did not pitch particularly well. You're looking for a guy who was a Cy Young candidate, Zach Gallon, to go out there and give you a shutdown effort where the only the other team just can't get anything going. Maybe they can scratch one across, but that's no big deal. But he's been giving up runs. Uh, being that this is in Texas, and Texas, despite those three losses at home to Houston in the LCS, was really good at home all regular season long. So I expect that to continue, and I expect the Rangers to jump out to an early lead, throwing Nate Valdi out there, again, undefeated, with everyone sort of cranking. Adolis Garcia coming off a amazing LCS. There's so much momentum in the Rangers' favor right now. And Likewise with Arizona, but it, it, it'll sort of reset with Arizona being back on the road and the Rangers going out there with, again, their top gun in Evaldi and being being at home to start this thing. Yeah, I, Texas hasn't, uh, at least to my knowledge, announced who's starting after uh, tonight's game one, game two tomorrow. Right. How, how much trust would you put in Scherzer here? Well, I think it'll be Montgomery that goes in game two, and I'm surprised Bruce Bochy hasn't announced that. He's 
Bruce Bochy is just masterminding this World Series run. That's also, you know, whatever he's doing, he's doing it right. So that's fine. Um, it'll probably be Montgomery. It'll probably be Scherzer in game three. And he's it's funny. Rarely do you look at a guy with this much career experience, this track record behind him with, with the postseason experience and call him an X factor. But he kind of is because you don't know how many innings you're going to get out of him. If he goes out there and gives you, if you got to pull him in the third because either the pitch counts up or he's given up runs, then you got to go to the bullpen and maybe you put yourself in a, in a tough spot. But if he can go out there and give him five and limit the damage to maybe just one or two runs, then that could really be a boost for the Texas Rangers because game three is a swing game. You are either looking to slam the door and go up 3-0 you are looking to gain the advantage because the series is even, or you're down 0-2, and you need life. So that third game, I don't know, maybe Bochy's thinking about Scherzer in game two because he wants Monty in game three. If they lose game one, maybe he's thinking he'll fire Scherzer in game two and then go with Montgomery in game three. I don't know, but I, you can't question Bochy at this point. Jim Raleigh barreled up the podcast you can find in the Odyssey app, also Ball Cap Sports on YouTube, joining us here to preview uh, the World Series and, and to talk a little bit about the offseason. We're already seeing some managerial shifting. I, I wanted to get your take on the changes that have already occurred. Who's leaving? Who's coming? Who's going? We've got the Dusty Baker news here in the last yep. 24 hours as well. Jim, uh, what's your take on, on some of these managerial opens here uh, ahead of the offseason for Major League Baseball? Well, in Houston, it feels like it's Joe Espada, and anything else would just be the wrong move. Uh, he's been there. He's experienced. He, the players know him. I, I got to think that it's Joe Espada and everyone else is at a disadvantage. Uh, but there's a report out there that Jeff Bagwell is going to oversee the hiring, and he's an advisor with the team. And, and the, Astro, the Astros fan base is not happy about that. I'll just put it that way. Hmm. Um, I feel like Joe Espada is the guy – Outside of that, they're talking about Mike Schilt to be the new San Diego manager now that he has packed his bags and gone back to the Bay, Bob Melvin. Um, Bob Melvin leaving San Diego, going to San France. So one of those managerial openings is, is already taken. Mike Schilt apparently has an early advantage in San Diego, and I don't know if I love that. Too. Him or Ryan Flaherty, um, I kind of feel like A.J. Preller would maybe go with a guy that, I mean, look, the way things are going right now with how front offices and analytics, how everything's running, sometimes you want a yes man in that position. <laughs> yeah. And Ryan Flaherty might be a yes man. Mike Schilt might push back on that because he's a seasoned uh, manager and he's, he's, he's been in the chair before pulling the levers. So it's really going to be interesting to see how a lot of it plays out. There's some good candidates out there, but really those are two anyway that you a lot of news, you know, they talk about maybe the Mets grabbing Council away from the Brewers because the Brewers messed up and let Council get to the final year and he's a free agent. Well, the managerial stuff, they, 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 there's some really interesting uh, developments going on there, and um, I'm, it, it's going to be fun to kind of track that. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Yeah, um, on the Padres, I mean, I, I love a team that's finger quote here, small market that, that spent a lot of money. Is it true that the world's going to change here? That that all of a sudden, hey, we can't afford this guy and that guy, and there might be a little bit of a fire sale here uh, coming up this off season. I don't. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, you know, I want to when it comes to the, the, the financials uh, across the board. We with this World Series, we're seeing that there's two different ways to get to the World Series. You can spend a lot of money, and you can get there a la the Rangers, or you can be financially conservative and maybe rely on less high payroll guys. Um, you can make it both ways, which is one of the things that the world series is showing us is fantastic. Uh, San Diego is going to be interesting to watch how things go because they have big money, um, committed money and more arbitration dollars and they don't have a TV contract. So there's money there that they had been counting on when they signed a lot of these deals. They don't have that uh, currently. So San Diego could be in an interesting spot where they try to bring their payroll down. They've already said they're going to try to get to $200 million, which would require really one major move. And that major move would be to trade Juan Soto. Yeah. And Bob Nightingale was on a buddy of mine, a YouTube channel the other day, the Hogwalk, saying that the Padres have to trade Juan Soto. Didn't work. Get recoup your losses, get some good prospects back because you still get good prospects for Soto, and then take the money that you were going to give to Soto, the thirty million in arbitration, and invest that in pitching because that's what they need to do. Well, that that begs the question: Is he a Met? Is he a Yankee? Where, where does Juan Soto end up? Already, conversations are taking place between the Padres and the Yankees, or at least one conversation has taken place, according to SNY, that the Yankees and Padres have had a preliminary conversation. But it's going to be a free-for-all. They have not gone out there and said, the Padres have not gone out and said that Juan Soto's on the block. But what they are doing is they are, they've made it clear that they're listening to offers. So that's going to open up the floodgates. And there are going to be a, no shortage of teams reaching out trying to get into that Juan Soto sweepstakes. Jim, what's uh, what do we know? What's the latest on uh, the Shohei sweepstakes here? I know it's still very early on in the process, but I, I can't remember. I think in the last week we had somebody uh, come out and say, "Oh, the Red Sox." Are gonna- last time we had Jim on, we were talking about like, "Wait, is this legit? Might be right because New Balance, the connection there." But or mm-hmm. is, or is Boston, Jim, just the leverage team here? Like, hey, that's a team that we need to get kind of. Okay, so th- that's what this might be. I think so. I think there's going to be. A lot of smoke and mirrors. There are going to be, I mean, it's, it's going to be a, one of the most must-see free agent sweepstakes in the history of baseball. This would have been like if Babe Ruth became a free agent in his prime, and, and he was still pitching, right? So this is something, this is going to be something we've never seen. So I would expect that we'll see a crazy number of teams, just a ridiculous amount of rumors. You're going to have to really sift through what's real and, and what's fabricated. You're going to have to rely on, you know, reporters and, and beat guys that have given out good, trustworthy information in the past and rely on what they say, because this thing is going to, you're going to, I think you're going to hear so many teams interested. You'll hear about an endless amount of mystery teams, but in the end you have to favor the Dodgers to be the team to go out and grab them. That's going to be my feeling the whole way. Seattle's a wild card. He spends, mm-hmm. he spends off seasons in Seattle. 
Uh, I, I think he admires Ichiro. There's a lot to think that Seattle could also work their way into the conversation. The New York teams are going to have a tough time because they're on the East Coast, and where it is, he wants to stay on the West Coast, which is, is the Boston thing. You've got to put a big question mark over it. So how it all plays out is going to be a, so much fun to watch this offseason. It's, it's almost going to be like its own little season, the Shohei Otani offseason. Jim, we, uh, we have a debate here in the sports bar about the postseason, about Major League Baseball's postseason. And look, you could view the World Series in a vacuum and look at these two teams and be like, eh, not really interested. I mean, it's two teams that nobody really predicted to be. You know, yeah. I, I kind of view it through the lens of, hey, this, this has a potential to be exciting because they're young teams. They're teams that don't traditionally make it to the World Series. It's different. It's not the Braves. It's not the Astros. It's, it's, it's a different looking World Series. Right, and can I provide the counter argument? Uh, June, July, August, and you want to throw in uh, May and April. This is why the sport has 162 games. So you have the best teams. And now we're going to let in a team that's barely above 500. I mean, wh- which side do you come down here, Jim? So the old, anybody that came up <laughs> watching baseball where the two best teams, there was the East and the West. Yeah. You took the best team from the East, the best team from the West. You, the 162 games told us who was best East, who was best West. And then those two teams played each other. And then they went to the World Series. If you came up in that era, this is hard to swallow. This playoff format, these teams, because you would have expected to see Atlanta in the World Series. You would have expected Baltimore to be in the World Series. We didn't get that. But what this is showing is how close the talent gap is. You can win 100 games or 84 games and the talent still be rather close, close enough to where that 100-win team does not have an overwhelming advantage over the 84-win team. In other sports, if you have a one to go against the six, 90% of the time, 95% of the time, the number one is going to win that matchup. So the talent gap is incredibly close. But for this World Series, what's amazing, and this is what's going to be really cool and what's going to be good for baseball, is that fans that maybe don't lock into Arizona or Texas games are going to be exposed to some really exciting new talent that the game is fostering. With Texas, you've got Josh Young, you've got Evan Carter. With Arizona, you've got Corbin Carroll, you've got Gabby Moreno. These are players that maybe casual fans that you know only pay attention to their team, but they'll watch the World Series. They're going to get introduced to, and that's only going to help grow the game because it's going to be like, wow, look at these, these are some really fun and exciting players. Look at the Look at this player's you know, ability on the bases. Look at, how, look at how hard he hits the ball. Really amazing things here. Not names that you know because, again, these are not, these are not the big-time teams, but something that could be really special in terms of introducing some of this new young talent that is bringing the game up. Well, last one for me, Jim. And, and yeah. I, I'm just looking at this from the business side because what you say, I get it. It's all true. And if you're, if you're on the ownership side, you love this. Does yeah. this not suppress payroll in the end? Because why bother trying to put your foot to the pedal if you're Atlanta or Philadelphia or any of the teams on the East Coast or the Dodgers, for that matter, if, uh, if a team with a lower payroll is going to have just the same chance as long as you get invited to the party? If, if, mm-hmm. I'm, the, if I'm the Players Association, am I not screaming murder over this? 
Well, what's what 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 sort of uh, saves the day in, in, on, on the other side of the argument are the Texas Rangers. The Rangers are a top 10 payroll team. Now, if we had a Baltimore Orioles and Arizona Diamondbacks World Series, two teams in the bottom third payroll wise, then yes, there would be teams constantly claiming we don't need to spend an overspend on free agents because look at the World Series last year. They got there on their talent, their homegrown talent. But Texas is here because of Nate Evaldi, Jordan Montgomery, just as much as Josh Young and the other young talents have contributed. But Nate Evaldi, uh, Jordan Montgomery, the trades for those players, giving up prospects for those players, the big deals that they signed for, for Seager and for Simeon. So you got to do that. That's the beauty about this world series is it's showing that there's two ways to get there. You can get there with a low payroll and a high talent uh, situation with your prospects, but you can also get there by spending money. And that's, I think another thing that's good for baseball is that this isn't one-sided because let's say it was just two teams with top five payrolls. Then you would be looking at a situation where those low spending teams, those fan bases are going to say, well, what chance do we have? We can't spend like the Mets and the Rangers, but you see Arizona in there and it gives every fan base, every fan base except for Oakland and maybe Kansas city, all 28 teams will have hope heading into spring training that maybe they can be this year's Arizona. I think it's going to be great for baseball. Jim, uh, you know how provincial we all are here in Rochester and Western New York. We claim you as one of us. We know you have some roots in the area, and, and you're doing great things, so we're incredibly proud of the work you're doing covering Major League Baseball. It barreled up the podcast on the Odyssey app and also Ball Cap Sports. Tell our audience a little bit more about it. Yeah, check me out on the, both platforms. we got YouTube, live streams after these games. Throughout the postseason, we've been live streaming. A lot of that content is brought to the podcast, but then there's also exclusive podcast content, some really good baseball conversations. I've been doing, I've been conducting exit interviews essentially with, with content creators, reporters for the teams that have been exiting. We've had the Astros, the Twins, the Blue Jays. We've been kind of going through teams. I've, I'm trying to line something up with the Dodgers. So some really good baseball conversations are happening up on the Barreled Up podcast and over on the YouTube channel. It's me, and every now and then I'll have a, a guest on that we collaborate with, just talking, talking ball. Love it, Jim. Let's get you on here uh, as we're uh, wrapping up here the World Series. Yes, let's do it. I look forward to it. Cool. Right, thanks, Jim. Thanks, Jim. Uh, Jim Riley, the Barreled Up Podcast, uh, the Odyssey original Barreled Up Podcast. Make sure to follow the Barreled Up Podcast on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Right, maybe I'll watch a little bit. Ah, there maybe he I'll is. Watch. Maybe there. I'll watch. I'm not going to watch liar you're gonna watch you love baseball too much to not tune in and just see your curiosity will get you it would have been a professional like what we had a guest on if baseball writers stormed <laughs> in and talked about how much he loved the old format of yeah the, yeah that's right when he started American talking League about East the old format the, the, baseball western yeah. this was the best as he was best. talking about that i imagine baseball writer had to wash his hands <laughs> he was probably getting a little bit slimy uh we're gonna get to nate gary the buffalo bills radio network here in a couple few and uh bring back some more conversation from last night's win in orchard Park over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and we'll also get some takes on tap next. Yeah, I actually have an NBA take that uh, Adam Silver has gone from this commissioner that, boy, he has it all together now to the, boy, he's actually fake it till you make it the guy. His latest quotes or 
or is this kind of a tell here? I'm going to connect some dots ah. here because I think that there's going to be a big breakup here with one of their TV partners here. That's just how I'm going to read this story. Also, I, I find it funny that the player that wants out and okay, I'm with my new team and then two months in, you want out again? Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it's you and not them. Here. I just think, and I'll I'll tack on a take uh, just about free agency in general because if you think back to where we were at the start of free agency and all of the chatter that we had around some of the big brand name players that were available in the NFL, look at what they're doing now, and kind of try to remember that they're free agents for a reason. They become free agents for one reason or the other. They're they're not as valuable as they think they are. They don't have it anymore. Their team doesn't want to pay what they believe that they're worth. And most of the time, not every time, but most of the time, the team is right. Well, if you identify who you want to pay within your own team, let's say, okay, these are the 10 to 15 guys we're going to take care of. If you're outside of that number... <laughs> Yeah. Like, okay, you're getting somebody's leftovers, basically. Correct. Uh, we'll have I'll drink to that on the way next in the sports bar. Some takes on tap here on the Fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.